Welcome, you have tuned in to Quest for Truth. My name is Pastor Randy Skaggs. This podcast is designed to offer direction for our journey and to keep us from becoming disoriented. I trust that in the days ahead that you will find it very beneficial. Today on Quest for Truth, we're continuing in our series, I Still Believe. Today, we're going to be talking about, I still believe in repentance. In Matthew chapter 9, verses 12 and 13, these words are there. When Jesus heard that, he said to them, those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. But go and learn what this means. I desire mercy and not sacrifice. For I did not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. Today, the reason we're talking about repentance is that cancel culture and progressive Christianity has offered us something called cheap grace. Cheap grace is the idea that you can obtain forgiveness without repentance. See, I want us to take a look at the fact that forgiveness comes through repentance. I mean, what was the message of those of old? I mean, Noah's message from the steps going up into the ark was not something good is going to happen to you. Or Amos was not confronted by the high priest of Israel for preaching name it and claim it. Jeremiah was not put into the pit for preaching. Why can't we all just get along? Daniel was not put into the lion's den for telling people that possibility thinking will move mountains. John the Baptist was not forced to preach in the wilderness and eventually was beheaded because he preached Smile, God loves you. And the two prophets of the tribulation will not be killed for preaching, hey, we're all going to heaven. Instead, what was the message of all of these men of God? It was a simple message. It was one word. It was repent. You know, it's a harsh-sounding word, but what does it mean? Well, let me illustrate it this way. One day, there was a little boy got his arm stuck in his mother's vase. It was a very expensive vase. It had, it had come from overseas and uh, was very, very valuable. Well, Mom came in and began to pour Crisco, rub Crisco on his arm and just couldn't get his arm out of the vase. Well, then she took oil and poured oil all over his arm and still could not get his arm out of the vase. And then finally, as a uh, last-ditch effort, she put soap suds all around it and she could not get his arm out of that vase. Well, she um, 
decided then that she was just going to have to break the vase. And she told the little boy, she said, close your eyes. We're just going to have to to break this vase to get your arm out of it. And finally, the little boy who was scared to death looked up and he said, Mommy, Mommy, would it help if I let go with the quarter? You see, that's what it means. It means to let go of your sin and turn to Jesus Christ. You see, biblical Christianity has lost its way due to cancel culture and progressive Christianity. In fact, this week in the Huffington Post, there was an onslaught against Christian education, specifically a Becca and Bob Jones University press. These are used by Christian schools and by homeschoolers and thousands of schools use this curriculum. Well, you see, the church is under pressure to preach a message that is designed to soothe rather than to sting, one to make them feel comfortable and not convicted. Oh, I'm not talking about the manner in which we do it. I'm talking about the content. When the content of what we are saying convicts people, when the content of what we are saying stings the soul, let me again remind you the Apostle Paul there in Galatians chapter 1, he said that people are turning to another gospel, which is not the gospel. You see, this message is still good for today. Forgiveness comes through repentance. Let's take a look at the theme of this message. You see, Jesus states his purpose. He said, I I came to call people to repentance. You see, after 400 years of silence, God is once again speaking to his people. You know, if this is the first time that God had initiated contact with his people after 400 years, whatever it is that God has to say, well, it it must be important. And what is it? Well, it is the theme throughout the Bible. Follow that theme. John the Baptist, God's first messenger, after these 400 years of silence, the Bible says that in Matthew 3, that in those days came John the Baptist preaching in the wilderness of Judea, saying, Repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. Jesus, his first message, after coming from heaven, In Mark chapter 1, verses 14 and 15, it says, Now after John was put in prison, Jesus came to Galilee preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God and saying the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. The twelve. 
those that were chosen to carry on the work after Jesus had uh, ascended back into the heavenlies, he sent them out to preach. And in Mark chapter 6, verse 12, it said they went out and they preached that men should what? Repent. And now we see Jesus, even after the resurrection, just before his ascension, some of his last words were recorded in Luke 24, 47. And he said this, that repentance and remission of sin should be preached in his name among all nations. Peter, his first message is recorded in Acts chapter 2, verse 38. And what did he preach? Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remissions of sins. What was Peter's second message? Acts chapter 3, verse 19. He says, Repent, therefore, and be converted that your sins may be blotted out. And what about the great apostle Paul there on on Mars Hill debating the intellectuals and the philosophers of Greece? Remember that they had built a, a whole line of idols to these different gods. And the last one is to the unknown God, And it is to that God that Paul begins to say, well, let me tell you about this unknown God. And in Acts chapter 17, verse 30, it says, And the times of this ignorance God winked at, but now he commands all men everywhere to repent to be the saving gospel message, the message must require repentance. It had always been the message. You see, anything else is another gospel, which is not the gospel. In the Old Testament, even before the silence, the message was the same. In fact, because they would not was the reason for the silence. In Ezekiel fourteen six, it says, Therefore, saying to the house of Israel, Thus says the Lord God, Repent, turn yourselves from your idols, your sin, and turn away your faces from all your abominations, your sin. You see, repent and turn. That was the theme of the Bible. What about the therapy that comes from the message? I mean, what is there to gain? What is there to lose? Both the forgiveness of sin. What is there to gain? Forgiveness of sin. What is there to lose? Forgiveness of sin and a relationship with Jesus. I mean, what is repentance? 
Repentance is a very simple, simple idea. And that is this, to turn from your sin. It is more just accepting some facts of a, a plan of salvation that makes heaven available. It is the surrendering of yourself to Jesus Christ as you turn from your sin. The Apostle Paul put it this way in 2 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 10. He says that godly sorrow works repentance. You see, sincere sorrow over our sin, genuine sorrow over our sin will cause us to turn from our sin. I mean, over the years, I've seen a whole lot of people come forward and make decisions to follow Christ, and they wept, but yet they never changed the path in which they were walking. They never turned from their sin. Well, why do I need it? Well, let me ask you the question. Where does a doctor spend his time? Around sick folks. You see, the well doesn't need a doctor. He is speaking of the Pharisees. Oh, Jesus wasn't saying they were not sick. He was saying that they wouldn't see that they were sick. They were in denial. Folks, we live in a culture that refuses to admit that it is sick. See, the worst thing is for the church to trade in repentance for another gospel. You see, the sick ones are the ones who recognize their sin and the fact that they are a sinner. Sick people can be made well, but well people cannot because they do not recognize that they are sick. You know, you may be saying, I'm not sick. You know, the sick are simply the sinners. The sinners. And that's all of us. There are no well people until they come to Jesus for forgiveness through repentance. He says there's none righteous. No, not even one. You see, in my studies, I have been confronted again with the idea that the church has watered down, or should I say, removed the message of repentance. You see, cancel culture and progressive Christianity are applying pressure and we are succumbing to it. There is one pastor, a leading pastor in our nation, who wants to lead people to a new life, but he doesn't preach that they must repent. 
All you do is start from where you are, which sounds good, but it leaves out the basic problem, and that is man's sin and the guilt of his sin. And see, those things must be dealt with, and they can only be dealt with through repentance. You see, it is leading in an entire generation down the wrong path. For without repentance, there is no remission or forgiveness of sin. You know, what I am afraid of is what Jesus says in Luke chapter 13. Jesus says these words, beginning in verse 23. Then one said to him, Lord, are there few who are saved? And he said to them, Strive to enter through the narrow gate. For many, I say to you, will seek to enter and will not be able. When once the master of the house has risen up and shut the door, and you begin to stand outside and knock at the door, saying, Lord, Lord, open for us. And he will answer, and he will say to you, I do not know you. And where you are from. Then you will begin to say, But we ate and we drank in your presence, and, and you taught in our streets but he will say i tell you i do not know you where you are from depart from me all you workers of iniquity you know it is a frightening thought to think that our churches or so-called churches are filled with people who have never repented they have bought into the cheap grace where they think they can be all right with Jesus Christ without ever repenting. You know, I'm afraid that we are producing people who think that they are saved, but they've never really repented today today if you see that you are sick i'm asking you to simply repent repent of your sin and receive forgiveness that's what brings healing that's what will bring healing into your life and into my life. And I trust. I trust, as the scripture said, give us ears to hear. I trust you'll hear this message.